Yet the chief butler did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. You may be seated. We return to our series on Joseph tonight. Have you caught the news lately? We see headlines like school shootings, wars across our world. Of course, the gay agenda seems to be a top topic of the news. A lot of financial uncertainty. That has caused people to even wonder. Is God still in control? With all this bad news going around, is God still in control? Is He? What do you do in uncertain times? What do you do when the future just seems so bleak and so bad? Well, I think there are some things we can learn we can learn those from the life of Joseph in the book of Genesis. What did Joseph do to stay grounded in faith? And what can you and I do today to remain strong in these very uncertain times? Genesis 40, verse 1. It came to pass after these things that the butler... Now, your translation may say cup bearer. It's the same guy. You can call him the butler. You can call him the cup bearer. That the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt, that would be Pharaoh, offended their lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was angry with his two officers, the chief butler and the chief baker. So what did he do? He put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard, in the prison, in the very prison, the place where Joseph was confined. Joseph ends up being in the same prison with two chief officers of Pharaoh himself. Now, these two officers, this chief cupbearer, or you can call him the butler, and the chief baker, they're going to be very important officials in Pharaoh's court. Why? Well, the cupbearer, the butler, he's the guy that would taste the food. He would be the guy that would take a drink. He would take a, a bite of the food and make sure there was no poison in it. Because back then, uh, it was often the way you got rid of a, of a king is you would poison him. So the chief cupbearer or the chief butler, that was his job. Well, how about the baker? Well, the baker was the guy that was baking a lot of the food for the Pharaoh to eat. And of course, he had the ability to poison Pharaoh. So Pharaoh had to trust these two guys. They're very important officials, Pharaoh. And somehow, in some way, they offended Pharaoh. And they end up in prison. Well, it just so happened, it's the same prison as Joseph. Now, do you think it just happened that way? No. 
This is providence. This is God's protective care of Joseph. He brings Joseph into contact with two guys. Either one could possibly serve as a way for Joseph to get out of prison. Verse 4. And the captain of the guard charged Joseph with them. So the captain of the guard put Joseph over them. And he served them. He takes care of these two men. So they were in custody for a while. Then the butler and the baker, the king of Egypt, who were confined in the prison, had a dream. Both of them. Each man's dream in one night and each man's dream with its own interpretation. And Joseph came into them in the morning and looked at them and he could tell that they were sad. So he asked Pharaoh's officers who were with him in the custody of his Lord's house saying, why do you look so sad today? And they said to him, we each have had a dream and there is no interpreter of it. What did Joseph do? Does Joseph say, well, uh, just forget your dreams. You know, I, uh, they're no good. You know, I've had a dream once. I had a dream that my brothers and my family would bow down to me. And look here, look where I'm at. It got me nowhere. I'm in prison with a bunch of losers like you. Is that what Joseph told them? No. Let's look at the last half of verse 8. So Joseph said to them, do not interpretations belong to God? Tell them to me, please. Joseph still believed. Even though Joseph is stuck in prison, even though things have not worked out well for Joseph, Joseph's faith was still strong. He still believed in God. Joseph never stopped believing. Even in prison, He's still there and he still believes. That means when you and I end up in our difficult situations, when we end up in our prison experiences, we got to keep on believing. Because when life seems uncertain, be certain that God God is still in control. It doesn't matter what you see on the news. It doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter if you think that the whole world is going down the drain. That's not the case. God is still in control. Be certain that God is still in control. Don't give up your faith. Otherwise, you can become bitter, an angry person. That's really no use to anyone. Look at this Joseph. What is he doing? He's serving. He's making a difference even in prison. Now, what are those names on the, on the screen there you recognize? Napoleon. Probably you don't recognize the second guy. Henry Dunant. That's a strange name, isn't it? Well, you may not recognize his name, but you'll certainly recognize what he did. Henry was a very wealthy 19th century Swiss banker. 
And the Swiss government wanted to, uh, uh, well, they wanted to uh, secure a business deal with Napoleon. So they sent Henry on their behalf to France to get this business deal wrapped up. But when Henry arrived in Paris, Napoleon wasn't there. Napoleon was off on his war. He was off on a war with Austria. So Henry left Paris and went to the battlefront. That was the very first time that Henry had ever seen battle up front. When he first ever seen the, the true horrors of warfare, men dying, horrible deaths, it made an impact on him. He stayed even after he had secured the business deal with Napoleon and helped doctors to patch up the wounded. Even when he went back, eventually back to his home in Switzerland, he never could get the idea out of his head of what he had seen. People suffering because of war. So he decided to make a difference. He by himself formed the Red Cross. He received actually the very first Nobel Peace Prize for forming the Red Cross. It took all his money, but he did it because he wanted to make a difference in his life. You see, even when things look bad, and they look bad for Henry, we can still make a difference in our world if we stand up for godly values. When you believe that God is in control, your faith compels you to do amazing things, even in the face of great trial. Otherwise, you just give up in despair, and we, won't, they won't, we don't want that to happen. We want to believe. We want to make a difference in our world. So whatever you do, when life seems uncertain, don't lose your dream in the darkness. Don't stop believing God. Don't stop trusting. Don't stop trusting God will keep His promise to you and to fulfill your dreams that He has given you. Because I believe that God has planted in our hearts dreams, dreams of impacting our family, dreams of achieving success for God's kingdom, for growth in God's kingdom. Yes, I believe we can grow both spiritually and numerically. We got to keep on believing. We got to keep on dreaming that dream. Dear friends, when life seems uncertain, be certain that God is still in control. More than that, when the uncertainties of life is pressing you, be certain that God still cares. Do you ever feel like God doesn't care? Do you ever get down, discouraged? Don't ever for a moment think that God doesn't care. Because God does care. Genesis 40, verse 9, let's read it. 
Then the chief butler, that's again, that's the also, you call him the cupbearer. The chief butler told his dream to Joseph and said to him, Behold, in my dream, a vine was before me, and in the vine was three branches. It was though it budded, it blossomed, set shot forth, and its clusters brought forth ripe grapes. Then Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup and placed a cup in Pharaoh's hand. And Joseph said to him, This is the interpretation of it. The three branches are three days, and within three days Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your place. And you'll put Pharaoh's cup in his hand according to the former manner when you were his butler. But remember me. The only thing that Joseph is going to ask is just remember me. Please show kindness to me. Make mention of me to Pharaoh and get me out of this house. This is an opportunity for Joseph to get out of the prison. Hey, all I'm going to ask you to do is just remember me. I've been serving you, taking care of you. Just don't forget me. Well, how about the baker? Verse 16. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, he said to Joseph, I also was in, was in my dream, and there were three white baskets on my head, and the uppermost basket were all kinds of baked goods for Pharaoh, and the birds ate them out of my basket on my head. So Joseph answered and said, This is the interpretation of it. The three baskets are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift off your head from your from you and hang you on a tree and the birds will eat your flesh from you. Guess what? Verses 20 through 22, it happens exactly the way Joseph said. The butler, the cupbearer, is returned back to his job and the baker is executed. So, all you got to do, Mr. Butler... Mr. Cupbearer is, just remember Joseph. But does he? Verse 23. Yet the chief butler did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. That kind of thing happens, doesn't it, to you and me? People make promises and they forget them. Oh, it's usually not out of any malicious intent. It's just that when you're out of sight, you're out of mind. People forget. But dear friends, you can be certain that God never does forget. Why? Because He truly cares. A few years ago, I got a call from a dear lady she asked me to come by the hospital. Her husband, a very faithful preacher, was near the point of death. I had visited with him in the past, and I was more than happy to visit again. When I walked into his room, he could remember me because I had just been to the hospital to see him just a few days prior. But see, 
he only really had short-term memory at that point. Dementia had taken away all his other memories. He knew that I was a preacher. He looked at me. That wonderful man that, he was walking Bible, Billy. I mean, he could just quote the whole, he could quote whole books of the Bible. He looked at me and said, I can't remember. And tears started coming down his face. And I said, what, what can't you remember? He said, I can't remember the promises. He was talking about God's promise to him. The promise, the reward of a faithful Christian. I said, dear friend, don't worry. You might not remember, but God does. He remembers, and He'll take care of you because He cares. God truly cares for each and every one of us. He does. He cares for us. Yes, He knows what's going on in the world. Is He happy? Well, no, because He's never happy with sin, but... He's given mankind the ability to choose. And unfortunately, most people of the world choose evil. So we're surrounded by evil. But friends, we can't give up. We've got to remain faithful. We've got to remain true. We've got to believe in His promises to us. When I told that man, don't worry, God will remember, the tears dried up and a smile broke out on his face. And I saw peace come back over him. You and I can experience peace if we remember that God never forgets. Others may forget, but God never will. Phones sometimes can have odd passwords. One password that a man had, a Christian, he had the password pro-nobis. What is that? Pro-nobis. That doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? Pro-nobis. What does that mean? Actually, it's a Latin phrase. What does it mean? It means for us. What's this, what is it in reference to? Romans 8. What then shall we say to these things? School shootings, wars, financial uncertainty, the gay agenda. What shall we say if God is for us? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? For us. God is for us. Does that make you feel good? 
because it makes me feel good. Are you a Christian? Do you believe? Will you repent, confess, will you be baptized? That puts you into Christ. Most of us here have done that. But as a Christian, have we lost that trust? Have we become unfaithful? Do we need to seek forgiveness? The church here stands ready to pray for you, with you. How about it tonight? If you have a need to respond, will you please respond while we stand and sing for your encouragement?